Blog Talk Radio. today. We have an amazing show. Um, that was Deja Vu by none other than our co-host and, and beloved co-host as well from San Francisco, Mr. Jay Logan. And it's Deja Vu on his Sunrider album. Please go and check him out. Jay Logan on the Sunrider album. We're releasing our song soon too, which I'm really excited about. And I'm going to bring on Mr. Logan right now. Hello, Jay. How are you? Hi, Gil. I'm doing fine here. We're starting the spring and the summer. It's just wonderful out here in, in California. We get an early start before you guys way out there on the East Coast. But I'm doing I'm doing great. Great to be on the show. Well, you know, I think I think you're right because but today, yesterday and today was quite beautiful, if I have to say so myself. It was really beautiful here and. You know, just being outside and the air and the quality and everything. You know, but Jay, I know we want to get right into the show. Is that okay with you? Yes, that's great. Let's get busy. Well, so today, Joe, we're having Jerrica Ray Whitlock, and she's with um, RAI International Group, and she does a lot around branding and social impact, okay? And she's mm-hmm. also an artist herself as well as a speaker. And then, you know, you know this, you, this is a subject you and I just both love. We have Valeria DePalva, uh, De I think I'm pronouncing it right, DePalva. And she is from Colombia, and she owns an elixir company that's for holistic health. It deals with chakras. Hmm. So wow. we're bringing the – yeah, I know. I'm really, I'm really excited about this one. So, you know, but before we go in, let's get right into the um, the news for a quick moment. I know that I've got one on water and you've got one on Grubhub, so let's get right into it, Sarah. So you go first with Grubhub and then I'll go next with the um, the water. Okay. Well, Grubhub, is, it's funny, like, you know, when we were young, you know, we used to bring a bag of lunch to school. And everybody knows the bag lunch. Your mom used to make the bag lunch. Uh, You might have a turkey sandwich, a bologna sandwich, you know, a sandwich. Well, cell phones have taken over in these new millennium years. And um, 
kids are ordering so much delivery lunch these days, schools are getting pretty much kind of upset, and they're banning it. They're banning some of these uh, kids ordering, you know, instead of packing lunches, many high school students now pack their cell phones, you know, and they order food and deliveries to their school with apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats. These deliveries, deliveries have become so frequent and disruptive that many schools have banned them. Um, it was getting to a point where you had like 10 and 15 deliveries a day, um, said Pat well, uh, Watson, a principal at West Bloomfield Michigan High School, which recently reminded students to knock it off. It's a building policy. You can't have food deliveries during the school day. You know, other schools have done the same thing. You know, they've, they've banned in uh, Star, they had Starbucks, uh, uh, a lot of these other uh, the different companies. And, you know, it's kind of dangerous, too, um, to the audience. You know, when you have all these different companies bringing things to the school, you're endangering the students because you don't know who's driving these vehicles. You don't know who's bringing these food. You don't know if they're uh, sanctioned to bring them or not. You know, they could be bringing uh, weapons or anything into the schools to hurt the kids. So safety is really, really a concern, um, said Diane Bland, a spokeswoman at Chippewa Valley School in Michigan. Um, having strangers and people that we don't know come into our buildings with delivery bags, they just don't allow it there. Um, so that's, um, that's that's some of the stuff that's going on with the Grubhouse uh, deal. And uh, I just want to say that, you know, even though you want a pizza or you want that great, great Pasta meal and delivered, and the, the food is, tastes better when you have it delivered from these companies of your liking. It's still not a good idea to have these uh, companies bringing food and total strangers dropping off food uh, during class. And so I kind of agree with the schools. Um, uh, it's got to be a better way. Um, maybe they can have some contracts with some of these country co- companies and just have like one of them. And um, so they can keep a monitor of uh, who's bringing what to the schools. That sounds amazing. Well, you know, I'm going to get right into my news item, and then our guests are on, so we're going to bring them in on in two seconds. But I really, you know, Jay wanted to let the public know about this really interesting thing about Pepsi. You know, um, Pepsi is creating a new green product, which is a high-tech water cooler. And what's really cool about this is the new water dispenser will let people fill up their own bottles with flavored or unflavored still or carbonated water in varying temperatures, you know. Users can even download a companion mobile app that tracks their water intake and reminds them to hydrate, which is pretty cool. Um, You know, and so it, it, it looks like a sleeker kind of version of a digital soda fountain, you know, that Pepsi already makes, but it's, you know, it's going to be called Spire, and the cooler will come in two sizes. There's a large one that kind of resembles a refrigerator that can be used on college campuses or hotels or stadiums and casinos and other venues, and a smaller countertop system that PepsiCo anticipates will be, you know, used in offices. So health and environment are big parts of PepsiCo's plan to keep consumers happy, and I think that's a good thing. What do you think? Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. Now you get this new kind of filtered water, and it's great that that, that PepsiCo is doing this thing. It's really, really good. To, you know, America's moving in a healthier, uh, a healthy movement now. So I'm happy to see Pepsi do this because you know sodas can be overrated. I think I think we're all trying to do that. But you know what, Jay? We have our guests, and I really want to bring them on. We have Jerrica Way. 
I'm sorry, Jerrica Ray Whitlock of the Ray International Group, and we also have Valeria de, Palva, de la Palva, and she is with Ambrosia Elixirs. And I can't wait to get into this artist innovation for the, uh, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, you know, solutions and health with the elixirs, because we're going to go on another level that's is discussed but only touched on it. You and I live by anyway. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Jerrica. Jerrica, hi, how are you? Hi. I'm Do we have you? Thank you for having me on today. No problem. If you could um, have your voice come up just a little bit more for us, it would be great. And, Jerrica, uh, if you'd hold one moment, we're going to bring on Valeria. Valeria, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Well, Valeria and Jerrica, please yeah. meet each other and Jay. So Jerrica is from the Ray International Group. And also Valeria is with Ambrosia Elixirs. So we're going to be going into artists, artistry, health, a little bit of branding that I think, you know, touches on so much, zero food waste and everything. And it won't just be dealing, uh, ladies, with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, but it will actually also deal with, you know, as I said, social and global issues and how art can play a very big part of that. So we'll ask you a question and then ask you to answer it. And in some cases, it'll be a discussion, but we're going to try, don't, don't share too much of the goodies because we want to make sure that we have enough through the whole thing. So we're going to start right now. So let's start with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals on Zero Hunger and Health. Food plays an important role in, you know, in our overall mental, emotional, physical, and even our spiritual and mental health. We have three levels of society that brings a different perspective to this audience today, which is Jerrica and Valeria. We are going to go to a place where people don't talk in certain spaces professionally. Last night, I had the opportunity, as always, at the UN, I love that place, of being at a reception. And Valeria and Jerrica were there. And Valeria's company was serving elixirs. At the end, I started asking people, do you know what you're drinking? Oh, no, we don't know, but it was just good. And so the grounding of the spirit of the people there was in, was in harmony with each other. And I don't think that they realized that the elixirs led to that space. So I really want to go in, you know, on that and, and, and talk about that a little. And then with Jerrica, Jerrica is both an artist, a speaker, and a brand, a person who deals with branding for social impact. So my question to you guys is, Jerrica as an artist and brand professional and Valeria as a holistic health professional, how do you think holistic health and energetic health products support the bodies of creative professionals in their work? Um, shall I go first? Yeah, yeah. whoever would like to go, go first, sister. Um, I think Ambrosia um, should lead the way yeah. on this. So, Ambrosia, what are, what are your thoughts? Um, can you re- repeat that question again? Sure. As you know. Um, as a holistic health professional, Valeria, how do you think holistic health and energetic health products support the bodies, you know, support our bodies I in, in, in that our that work? Is, um, through, in our work, it's about bringing balance 
and, you know, creating balances in, internally, which, you know, help us to extend that balance um, externally. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the um, all the work that needs to be done to create a holistic environment begins with us. And so the beverages with ambrosia elixirs, you know, combines different nutritive and um, herbal properties that help to create that balance internally. And sometimes people don't, okay. like you said, don't realize what they're thinking, but they may feel better. Well, what, and, and I'd love to ask Valeria, you know, her thoughts as well. What does she think as well? Oh, those yeah. were, those, that was Valeria. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe that um, was Yes. So um, for me, <laughs> this is Jerrica. Also, I'm the CEO of Ray Group International. It's um, Ray Group International. Um, so I I feel like... Um, Healthy, healthy food um, products, um, innovations uh, such as we experienced last night, Gail, with Ambrosia, I believe that we are these great organic machines. And I believe it is our responsibility. Gail, I know you from many leadership positions. Um, we are also in the same nucleus for change um, and, and to drive the SDGs uh, within the United Nations system. Um, and while we look at it, while we're looking at ourselves as these great organic machines, we must optimize ourselves for maximum performance. And so I believe, yes, bringing in that, that balance is something that um, fosters confidence. Um, when you eat healthy foods, you, you look better, you shine. Um, and it also, um, it, it helps us with our, with our energetic forces um, as leaders and speakers and those who wish to express themselves. I, I think that um, finding balance with what you're putting into your body and then what you're putting out um, it, it should all be amplified and it should be clean and it should be um, of the earth, of the mother, and that will translate from, from the plate to your power externally. So that's my, my view on healthy food. Yeah. yeah, and I can add something else to it um, because something where we're working with Ambrosia and it's being like the core of like the intentions of the company is they have a good connections with the sources and the whole process of the making and the intentions during that. And that really makes a like, big difference when we serve in this, like working with plants because it's like curating the entire process and that bringing the intentions what can help a lot more aligning with the plants. And also like something what I consider is very big and it's gonna make a lot of difference is like getting to these kind of environments and offering more options. Um, it just can give more customized options for people when normally they don't like, normally like people that have like the question of how they feel and how that like also having a guidance of like what could work for them in the moment. And that's something where we like implementing a lot with Ambrosia is have like a personal experience with all these people around us, so they they have more idea of what we're providing. 
You know, one of the things is that someone like myself and Jay, who are very much immersed in holistic health, okay, um, one of the things walking in, I was in a certain type of mood. You know, when you're on the go, and I think, Jerrica, you can relate to this as well, when you're on the go, if your energy is not balanced out, and when I say energy, I'm not just talking about energy in the body, but the energetic way that we approach life, approach people, okay? So I knew that I was in a rush mode. And suddenly when I knew what the elixirs were and people were asking me, how did you know? I said, because when this is a way of life and you eat this way as a way of life, you understand your body and you know what you've connected with. You know, so that's one of the, the most important things. And so when I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing these, you know, trees or, or whatever that, you know, and the vines that are in the bottles. Okay. And very clear what I'm eating or what I'm drinking. And I said, this is something that's supporting my solar plexus. So for some of you who don't know what chakras are, they are the, are the energetic system that's brought to us from the Sanskrit of India. And they really affect every ounce of our org- organs and how we connect within ourselves, both emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically, okay, even from the mind, body, soul level. So that may be a little deeper, but you can look up chakras online if you do not know what that is. So, Jay, I know you had a separate question for Valeria. I sure do, Joe. Um, Valeria, how are you? Good. I have a question for you. And the question is, you know, I believe that eating certain types of food support the body. Valeria, could you tell us about what ambrosia elixirs are and how it affects zero food waste. Yeah. Um, right now, it's like, yeah, two different questions. Um, ambrosia, ambrosia is that, like, we, like, plant-based. We work in, like, with all kind of herbalists and plant-based drinks. But also, like, the whole model of the company, and that's what we're calling right now, opening new locations, is basically like zero waste that we, like, from our sources, that also we don't use any plastic, and it's something where we're implementing a lot, like, that's why we don't, like, even want to bottle our drinks or our elixirs in plastic, um, because we're implementing that model in our locations, and that's, like, fundamental part of what we're doing right now. Okay. Well, um, you know, Jerrica, my, my question is next for you. I believe music and art support the soul of human beings with mental health and overall body health, especially on a foundational level with the food we consume in our bodies determine our mental capacity. That's a personal belief of mine. How do you think innovation and art play a role in, holist- in holistic health for all citizens, Jerrica, being that you are also an artist yourself? Mm. I believe um, music and the arts have a way of touching lives like no other force in this world. I believe that music um, creates a common tongue amongst people, no matter what language you speak. Um, I believe the arts and creativity, they encourage innovation itself a very solution-oriented practice Uh, to be an artist. You're you're, you're always sourcing out um, this outcome or 
not outcome. It, it's it's beautiful. It's almost like um, like you're really applying um, um, quantum mechanics um, to your practice constantly. And um, I believe that when music in positive uh, vibration, um, touching on what uh, what Valerie said, Valeria said about the intention. When that artist is putting the intention in the sound, and it's resonating through your body, we're now sending a frequency through this vessel, and I believe that it, it will improve and it will heal. You know, we're five, we're fifty trillion cells. Uh, collected together into one body and so when we are hearing those positive vibrations so to speak you bet your bottom dollar um, our cells will then react and we may even uh, morph so to say into a more positive being externally when we're feeding ourselves healthy foods and when we're feeding ourselves healthy sounds, I think that also comes into peer-to-peer communication as well. Music is everywhere. Music is, is our, is our over, overall language when we speak. So I believe when you surround yourself, too, with people who are speaking positivity, you're constantly driving for solutions. I believe that also makes you a healthier individual and enables you to be a, a positive creator in this world. Can you know, I just add to that? Saying that? Oh, please, please feel free. Yes, definitely. I just wanted to add from, you know, with Ambrosia that, like, like with Jerrica saying with music, like music is like that universal language for the heart where I would say, like, our elixirs is, like, you know, food for the spirit. And so we combine, like, the moment that Ambrosia is not just about the elixirs. It's about an entire experience. So from the moment you walk through the door, the Ambrosia experience begins. So from the aesthetics, you know, the design, we have special architects that are creating a space that creates this um, out-of-world, you know, oasis for people to begin to feel grounded and begin the healing process the moment they walk through the door. So I just wanted to say, like, you know, that Ambrosia and I'm sure Jerrica, we're creating spaces so that, you know, we can come together collectively and create this healing and grounded experience, you know, for everyone. And, and, you know, I just, I just, I just really believe in the power of music and the power of, you know, um, plant-based medicine or plant-based, you know, approaches to heal the body. Yes. Um, Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, so um, one of the things I'd like to hear from Valeria and uh, Jerrica on, okay, Valeria and Jerrica, uh, and Jerrica yep. is, is um, you know, one of the things, uh, Queen Afua is someone that I have been with for many, many years. She's the one that I believe is the trailblazer in um, understanding the vibrations in food, okay, especially um, – what you eat and how even an animal is killed, the vibrations of that animal and the way that it was killed goes into the body. Something I've studied personally for myself, Jay has studied, and it, it, is, it, it can bring aggression into your body. As an example, the other day I decided to do something I don't even eat anymore, and I had fried chicken, an American staple. And, boy, was I sorry later. I felt the aggression from it. 
And I also just felt like it was not normally what I ate, but I always believe that you don't deny a craving because if you don't satisfy that craving, you'll continue to eat other things. And also looking at why I had the craving in the first place, which is another conversation. But I do believe that, especially for creative professionals, whether you're an artist, a painter, or whatever, your crea- your creative side comes out even more, whatever you want to bring out of it, by what you eat. And also knowing when, like sometimes if you're eating too many salads, that can make you very flighty because it doesn't ground you in what we would call a root chakra or some people might call your rear end. It doesn't ground you or ground your feet to the earth. And so you might have to have, if you're a vegan, you might have to have beans or you might have to have potatoes that are root vegetables or carrots that will ground you more. And if you are a pescatarian, you might have to have fish. Or if you're going to eat meat, you might have to have chicken. Something that is going to ground your soy or wheat, you know, protein, something that will ground the body because even eating too many vegetables without that protein connected to it can give you, not give you what you need sometimes, especially if you have to deal with a situation or go into a certain meeting or things like that. Just something I wanted to share, you know, outwardly with people um, that if you're not eating right, you can go and let's say have ambrosia's elixirs, but if you're not eating correctly, you're actually building on top of not a good foundation within the body, you know? So I, I, Jay, Mm -hmm. I know that you had a, question for uh, both of them as well, coming in as an open discussion. Yes, for both of them. and I'll Please chime in, uh, Derek and Valeria. We want to hear what you have to say here. And my question to both of you guys is, now I've noticed people of Latin America and the Caribbean are often in better health than we are in the United States. So even with, even with high poverty levels, what may we learn from this factor, and why do you think this is? Um, this is Jerrica. Um, I just want to just interject quickly before Valeria probably pops in first. I just want to thank you, Gail, and thank you, Jay, for having this open dialogue and us being able to speak candidly about a subject that is not brought up. Holistic care, holistic awareness must be applied to solutions that are being driven to encourage the world to adhere to these SDGs. It's, it's within our culture. It's within our spirits. And I feel as though um, having ambrosia there to be a physical example of how we can tie this in and this conversation also being an example of how we can tie holistic awareness into driving the Sustainable Development Goals Creators 2030. Um, I, I feel very strongly about it, and I support it, and I'm so happy that you are supporting this particular subject. So thank you. And on to you, Valeria. Well, I just want to say yeah. an answer to that, and, and Jay, please chime in. One of the things that Jay and I are bringing into the UN is like people like Queen Afua, we're going to be bringing that in and this area of holistic health. This is what we do on a monthly basis. Jay and I provide holistic health to the artistic community. We've done it in Asia and we've done it here. We do it free. We do it out of our own pocket. Mm -hmm. So it is important that doing that will bring something into them because we have to deal with from the inside out not from the external sources 
outside to the inside. This is very important, and this is why the work that Valeria is doing, Valeria being from Colombia, having that, that being from Colombia, opening a place like this, what Valeria is doing, both her community, both her culture, both what she's doing really lends credence and validation to holistic health because it is the people in the uh, Latin America, it's the people who are indigenous that understand this. It's the people like where Jay and I, where our families come from, the South, where they were brought up on farms. I mean, not three generations ago, I mean like a generation ago, that understand that. And it's important because it's what comes from the earth is what nourishes the soul. And this is not Mm -hmm. just a, a pun intended. So, Valeria, if you could say more you know, again, about this, and Jay, if you would repeat the question for both of them, because I know we could get off on a tangent on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, I've noticed that, you know, uh, Latin America and the Caribbean uh, are in better health than some of us in America, in the United States, even with high poverty levels. So what, what, what you guys, just the question is, what may we learn from this factor, and why do you think this is? Valeria, would you yeah, share with maybe, us? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just um, honestly, and it's connected for like the reasons because we're creating a brochure. It's like coming back to the basics, and it's like it really like we don't surround like a lot of processed food or packaged food. Like mostly, like it's like the family is cooking, like the grandma is making the food. It's a slow process. It's make it with love. So is it, even if it's not like a lot of ingredients, so like things for around the world, like we keep like very basic ingredients, but it just does like what brings the health because yeah, it's like, it's locally sourced and mostly like using the ingredients what we have around us. And that's the whole concept of like what we work in too. Even if Ambrosia works with plants for different places, we always want to like suggest to the people that like, what we have growing around us is what is it's helping more. If the plants were growing locally, it's what is literally is like what people need around the area. So I think that's a, a big part of it. Uh, this is an understanding, and also like the slow process cook is because here and because I lived in New York for years. So like even if it's like healthy food, it's like. It's, it's fast food most of the time, and it's not like it's not a lot of like intention during the process. And I think that's a big missing piece in like society uh, right now. And yeah, and that's actually like it's a, it's a big part of the difference with ambrosia. And I want to point that part that when we're making the, like herbal drinks, is like we actually like the process takes between seven and twelve hours, like. Because it's combining different barks, roots, some flowers. It depends on the formula and what is working and which, like, the part of the body, the system, chakra. It can be, like, interpreted in different ways, and we have different ways to guide that. But it is, like, honoring the process and putting the intentions that really makes the difference. And I think, like, that's where, like, the people start recognizing Ambrosia because in a city that it's always everything is fast and it's like about a product mm. and how it's a bottle. So like taking the time, you know, like, like in, in a city like this to do the like long process 
like that, that really, like that's where a person like you, like you came and you feel it because it's no, like it's when to do the effect and it's when to work out in your body energetically and physically. And when you were saying also yesterday uh, that a lot of people, they don't know about it. I was like, and I also told you like, I'm not worried much about it because it's, the plants are doing the work. And that's when activate like our cells, memories, our DNA, mm-hmm. and that's the real mission because we are like just bridges between that. Like the plants are doing the work. <laughs> just I just want to point out far. <laughs> Larry, I had I heard you Go say ahead. one thing, and it was, it was interesting, Gail. She said they make it with love. Can you tell me what that means? <laughs> I just want to yeah. know because you're yeah. you. Yes. I just uh just saying like from like the where it's coming from in Colombia or South America or our process with the drinks. Yeah, no, both the the process of the drink because when when you know some like you know when you have machines and and Gail knows when you have these big corporations and they just make the product and they process the stuff they don't make it with love right they're just trying to sell a product they don't they can care less who eats it. But when you said that, I think that has a lot. I think what you were, were meaning, they make it with love, that they care about the product and they care about who who eats, who drinks the elixirs, right? Is, Correct. It, it's something that they make. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to do because, you know, that's what you yeah. used to get from homemade. Like me and Gail's mom, when we ate dinner and the family cooked, they made it because they love their family and they want their family to be healthy. And eat the right thing for that processed foods. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I wanted to get to. So. Yes, and that really makes a difference because we can find a lot of like healthy products around, but it is like the curation of the process and maintain that like, uh, yeah, that connection with the process that really makes the difference. And I think like that's something where it's been forgiven in in the cities and society. Um, so yeah, like literally, like that's the main point to like do the the work right with like any like of the drinks or the food or whatever we're working with. If we can maintain that process, that really is gonna bring like help for the community. That's the big difference. Miss Jerrica, wow. do you want to chime on in here? Yes, yes. Um, I feel as though, and I can only speak for my own upbringing, um, I was raised by Judy Wright, and her mother was Juanita Brown, who is my grandmother, and her father was raised um, in an agricultural family. They had a farm. Um, So my grandmother, she grew up... um, canning, you know, like, well, rather glass canning her vegetables for the winter. They had a garden out back. They raised their own chickens. So my grandmother always had a had a practice, really, of zero waste. And then fast forward, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. And it wasn't your classic, like, you, you need to eat everything on your plate, you know, and really overdo it. It was a matter of, I don't want you eating that junk out there. You need to finish <laughs> these vegetables because it's going to fill you up with the good things, and then you can make the decision whether or not you want that junk or not. So I kind of grew up with that with that sense of, number one, not wasting food, and number two, um, eating food that's 
prepared with intention. My grandma didn't mm-hmm. always go to right. organic mm-hmm. market or farmer's markets or anything like that. Toledo, Ohio is a very uh, industrial city, you could say. So my grandmother went to a store called Kroger's and Food Town, regular stuff, but it was the intention that she put into preparing those meals that um, encouraged me to eat healthy. And I do think that that had to do all the way back with her her culture and her heritage, you know, at her origin point, because my great-great-grandparents were slaves. Um, you know, we we grew up with this knowledge of the land. And so it's not like uh, so far back into um, the islands or even into our heritage in Africa that we're able to um, translate that knowledge and in intergenerational sharing. For us, it was simply, you know, just agricultural knowledge of what we're doing here in the States. And um, those who grew up growing their own food, raising their own livestock, they really do have a different opinion on the intention from seed to table, for sure. And I appreciate that. And I believe that it's made me into a healthier individual, and I'm able to uh, share that baseline knowledge with other family and especially my friends. That's not, thank you for sharing that. So, Jay, we're going to kind of combine the next two questions because we only have a few minutes left. And I want to really bring Valeria and Jerrica into this as a discussion for like the next five minutes. You know, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> sometimes other developing and developed countries, we think we know how food is affecting genders. You know, because food affects a male and a female physiologically and biologically different. Now, I am not a doctor, not going to claim to be a doctor, but I think one of my innate gifts is being able to observe and understand things from a very empathic way that most people don't. You know, when you're clear of your grounding and who you are, sometimes it can be difficult because, you know, we believe that when we come across each other energies, you know, something I heard today is very powerful. We think that when we across, come across certain energies that we have internalized those energies from other people. No, actually, it's the opposite. You're around the energy, but you haven't internalized it. So when you think you've internalized it, you think it's something that you need to get rid of. No, you just need to clear yourself from that energy. So it could be the food you eat. It could be meditation. It could be anything. But we all internalize things differently. So what I'd like to ask you guys, based off what I just said and, and what we've been discussing, what do, you think, what do you think the solutions are to bringing quality food to everyone for good health? And how do you, and Jerrica, specifically to you, um, the, the, the first question was for Valeria. The second question, mm-hmm. uh, Jerrica, for you is how do you think that we do that with music vibrationally? So that's okay. the second question for you. But the, but the first one is for Valeria. What do you think the solutions are here to bringing quality food to everyone for good health, Valeria? Yes. Um, yeah, that's a, the main point because that was the question a few years ago that while we started the company um, because we find like, hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's like a big need in society, and 
it was like also like going to a lot of places and like okay why is this is missing like it's no way where we can have a guidance to like find like a menu or like different options where like it can suggest more what we need in the moment or like how can affect or how can help so that's why like, I think like we've been doing it as an experiment and see how is the reaction for the past years is like like giving like more detailed menus of like all, with all the ingredients what are the effects where like and asking how the people feels and guiding during that process because it's a lot of like like with the plants it's a lot of more things where it can affect around so it's like related to the chakras and planetary and like like masculine feminine so like we're literally like developing a huge chart so we can like customize and have a better support for the people doing that process with the drinks and the food because it's the same like food is medicine and we need to come back to the basics and I can give you examples like working a lot more with mushrooms so adaptogenic drinks like that's something where it's like it's want to always bring people to the center and balance it out the energy and like release stress and like that's like the most all the work with adaptogens will help a lot in society like during this time mm-hmm. uh, because they always bring center and then you can go like working like with different plants where are like more energizing or relaxing or like whatever like you need in the moment it can be customized with with the food and the drinks and I think that's something where in yeah and like that's something why it is going to be implementing a lot more and I hope a lot of more people start doing it because a lot of times like people is lost but it's like we just need like have more options and understand understand what they are and that's why we have thousands of more options where we haven't explored yet and we haven't like really go deep in the understanding of what all these plans they do with us like for our bodies for our systems so I mean, I see that it start happening and the most people start implementing this and like in the menus in different restaurants, it doesn't have to be only related to, to elixirs or about drinks. If we like if we start implementing this more and not, like giving better guidance to the people, that that's amazing. That that will help a lot. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, hello. Yeah. So my next question, question? I know, Jay, you had a question for Jerrica. Yes, I did. The vibrations and the music, what is the result of the vibrations and the music on society? If we, let's give us a little bit more information about that, what, what you were saying about the different frequencies. Okay. I want to, if if you all don't mind, I'd like to hit on two, on both of the questions. Um, I believe the way that we will spread this holistic awareness um, for healthy living, healthy eating, um, and overall self-care, I believe we need to really check in to um, corporate supply and demand. Because I believe if people are demanding this, corporation can't help but then to supply it. 
And I think that we really need to create a strong demand in multiple industries for either, you know, holistic innovation, holistic technologies, holistic food. I believe that we we should absolutely um, address that at mass and with brands. I believe that that's something that is extremely uh, approachable. We're able to then you know, get into the mainstream instead of uh, recreating the wheel in a separate space of, you know, this thing on the side. I believe that we should absolutely implement ourselves into the mainstream in all factions, whether you're a company or an individual. Um, we should absolutely come together and create those uh, solutions and sources where we can go from A to Z with a major brand and walk them through how we can apply holistics to branding solutions that would encourage social impact in regards to how people are really focused on what they're putting into their bodies. Um, And then going on to music, I believe that harmony is a birthplace for love. And if we are absorbing sound, music, frequency that encourages health and harmony, people and planet, I believe that that will be a birthplace for us to love ourselves and love those around us and love this planet, and love to sustain life into an enduring future. So that's, that's music for me. That's vibration for me. Surround ourselves, you know, whether it is or it isn't music, even with talking, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with positive conversation. Because like Gail said, it's you. It's you that's taking it in. So then that's you that has to take the individual accountability to then purge and make space for more positive things. But it is our responsibility to do so. And if we can each identify ourselves as true humanitarians, then no matter what we're doing, whether we're building a company, a campaign, Whatever it may be, we will do so ethically and we will do so for the benefit of people and planets. And and this is very true. And you know, one thing, Jay, I want mm-hmm. you to give your last, you know, thoughts on this as well. And then we're gonna end. And we wanna thank you, Jerrica and Valeria, for being with us. You know, Valeria and Jerrica, we're looking forward to the Creators twenty thirty partnering with you. This is just a small part of what we do with Creators 2030. We have been in Asia, and here, as we said, we support the innovation, the art, and the creative community across the board globally, okay? And you'll be hearing more about that with the Creators 2030 shortly. We have also, you know, um, launched over at the World Economic Forum in January with the Creators 2030, along with uh, Global Goal 18, the Sustainable Development Goal 18, which will be announced shortly, too. Um, and the UN has had it for a while. But what I want to just nail on is some things, and Jay, please come and nail it on the head because you've been quiet over there, mister, Um, is, um, you know, um, one of the things is on a professional level, when we talk about whether you're in corporate or whether you're the store clerk, 
okay? You have to first be aware of yourself. You have to want to be aware of yourself because there are people in society that are avoiders. They're afraid of conflict. You know, I heard Swiss Beats say the other day when I was uh, with him, he said, you know, don't go seek therapy unless you're ready for it because you can't receive something you're not willing to be ready for. So I use that as a metaphor to say this. You have, when you're grounding yourself, there are sometimes when you're dealing with others, there are people who won't deal with you just for the people that you surround yourself with. But then there's the flip side. There's the people that don't want to be around you because you're telling your truth or you're telling the truth, okay? You, you, ha- you can't stop being your stand. You just have to find the right people that will listen to what your stand is as well as you're listening to them. And the, the, the thing I would also say is first seek to understand first others and then be understood, because then ego doesn't come into play and you're actually connecting and sharing who you are. I think sometimes we want to show up a certain way because we think that that's acceptable and we don't want to deal with the other side of it if that person doesn't like us. You know, um, me, I'm probably the worst person to say that because at this stage of life, I don't really care because I know that as long as we all are, are doing the, the best that we can, that we know how in that moment will do well. But that comes with eating well and understanding that eating well doesn't happen overnight. For some people, it's a gradual thing. For some people, it's, they can do it the next day. For me, I can flip back and forth, and I'm good with it because I've trained myself that way. We have to be willing to train ourselves. You know, and I want to just speak the last piece I want to say is intuition. Your food does deal with your intuition. So if you're already feeling mm-hmm. not that great, your intuition is not going to be that great, too, and it's going to go to the negative. Intuition is one of the most powerful things that we have. And intuition comes in three ways. It could be you don't want to come out of your comfort zone, so you tell yourself, well, that is not the right thing to do because I don't feel comfortable about it. The second one could be, oh, don't want to go there yet, not ready, it's not ready, because, again, you don't feel comfortable. Or the third, it really is what you need to do and come out of your comfort zone, or I should say there's a fourth one. It really isn't for yourself. And in order to know the difference between those four, you have to be grounded within yourself and be okay with if you make a mistake. You can't go by the past. Well, this happened because then you bring your past into your present, and that doesn't work because then you're reliving over and over with each person that comes in. You're projecting onto what happened to you. And people may not understand how does food play a part. Your food plays a part on when you need to ground yourself and when you don't. If you're too grounded, then you can't think creatively or you can't think to move forward. But if you're too lightheaded and not grounded, then you're flighty all over the place and not grounded with your creativity or with your thoughts, whether in business or otherwise, and you're connecting with people on a flighty way. But you're also connecting within yourself flighty. So when I say flighty, meaning not, you know, your thoughts are all over the place. Or even if they are grounded, they're not grounded to the ground and they fall apart as soon as they come together. So, Jay, did you want to say any last thing on that? Yes, it's, it's, I do. I just want to say you are what you eat. And what you eat, you put out. And those are the frequencies that come out of your body because what you put in your body is what your body is going to generate out. And the, the you know, Basically, um, when you're, you know, food, I heard, I heard uh, one of you guys said food is medicine. And I perfectly agree because when you eat, 
you put out healing frequencies, and then you can kind of draw positive things to you, positive people to you. So you got to eat right before you can generate any frequencies that can be connected to any other frequencies because everything is based, everything that on this planet or in the whole universe is based on frequencies and sound, everything, how everything responds. If, if, you, if you wake up in the morning and you have a bad day, that result will have, you'll have bad uh, relationships that day because you woke up, you know, yeah, I always say, start your day off good because what happens in the end, you'll have a bad day because you started your day off wrong. So food is the first thing you put in your body. Water, whatever it is, whether it's alkalized water, uh, try to get the cleanest water, the elixirs that you guys make. I can't wait to try one of them. Um, I, I just want to say it's just one, it's a, <laughs> okay, it's just a pleasure having you guys on the sh- show because the possibilities People are learning what food does because it's all connected. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> well, you know, Jay, how I am on this thing with the food. You know how I am. And, you know, the last thing I, know I just want to say is, is that, that the, the, people who are avoiders, we have a lot of avoiders sometimes. They want to avoid this or they want to avoid which is self-selective for them. When you avoid, no matter what foods you're taking in, see, you, if you start to eat foods that are good for you, you will deal, have to confront yourself because you will not mm-hmm. be able to move around. You will not be able to do things you don't want to do because your food intake, there's a documentary called A Place at the Table, and it actually speaks case studies to this and grounds this in scientific fact that A Place at the Table is an older documentary but it talks about how the food in middle America where they can't afford, the kids can't think. They are actually slow in their development of learning. And trucks will not even go through middle America because it is not profitable to them. So this is just an opportunity for us to all be aware. And um, Jerrica and and uh, Valeria, we look forward to partnering with you guys for the Creators 2030. I know that's further conversation, but we definitely look forward to you. This is what we do, and um, holistic health is part of what we bring to the table on it, along with the other 17 goals. And um, you girls just keep rocking it out, and we look forward to having you back on. We hope that you'll join us again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, everyone, have an amazing day, and this is Deja Vu by Mr. J. Logan taking you out.